Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Bajan with time, throws it short, Foreman with the catch, Foreman to the end zone for the touchdown, and the first career touchdown pass for Tyson Bajan. You're starting to see why Tyson Bajan won the backup job in Bears camp this year, beating out P.J. Walker. You're starting to see what the coaches saw. And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Gabe Ramirez. If I was going to do five hours on the radio, the longest shift of the week here at 670 The Score, I'm glad it's after a Bears victory. Bears take down... Las Vegas Raiders today, yesterday. Uh, it's a good one, and I'm here to talk about it with you guys. doesn't get any better than that. It's going to be a chill show today, but it's going to be one that is for you. And I'm starting in the very first minute of the show, letting you know the phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. Gabe Ramirez. And I'm here to, I, I want to talk to you about this game. I've been sleeping for the last three hours. Put my put my three and a half year old down at eight o'clock today early because I knew I was doing the overnight shift, so I really haven't had a chance to talk to much people to many people about it. I, I was on um, Fox thirty two a little bit earlier. Uh, I was on Sports Zone. I was on four o'clock news. Did the post game with Corey Wooten, and after that, that's it. Went to Roundhouse. You know the new bar took over. Hanging out over there in Logan Square, and. I was there for like an hour. My wife picked me up, went home. Definitely couldn't watch any any football then. It was family time. And then after that, I went to sleep. So I'm like, you, I want to talk, talk Bears. Phone lines are open again. 312-644-6767. A lot, a lot to discuss. But I'm going to give you your first prompt. You ready for this one? This, this one's going to be my theme throughout the night. Tyler Ferengal's producing today. So I want you to be, just don't get tired of this question that I'm going to continue to throw out there. Does this mean it's Justin Fields? I'm going to say that again. Bears win 30-12. to 12. A fishing game. Well-called game by, by Luke Getze. My one thing is, can, can't, why can't we call this, that game for Justin Fields? Super run dominant game. Run heavy game. You look at Dante Foreman and Darrington Evans, 30 rushes between the two of them. Not to mention a couple kneel downs from Nathan Peterman. <laughs> um, but 30 rushes for the Chicago Bears. Why can't that be the case for, for, for Justin Fields? 
You know how many third and fives Tyson Bajan had to complete? A ton. Bears on the day, third down conversions, pretty good. Can't complain about what they saw. Let's see here. Third down efficient. Bears were 8 for 13. 8 for 13? I haven't seen anything like that in quite some time. But again, I asked the question. Does this mean it's Justin Fields? Like, does this performance mean that? You could say no. No, it doesn't mean that that Justin Fields is the issue. Because what does everyone say? It's the coaching. Everyone says it's the offensive line. Everyone says it's everything else except for Justin Fields. And here we are. Bears win 30-12. to 12. Granted, the Raiders suck. Let's be very clear. Brian Hoyer sucked. He is a 38-year-old backup for a reason. No shade at him. Get the bag, bro. But in terms of being a quarterback that the Bears should, should have been fearful of, no. So, again, I ask you, does this mean it's Justin Fields? Like, is Justin Fields the issue? We're going to have, I mean, I can't help but to think that was the number one thing going on in my group chats today. Everyone was like, yo, it's Justin Fields. It's him because because Tyson Bajan just came in and handled business. Now, I will say this. 21 for 29 was Tyson Bajan. Only one pass went beyond 15 yards. And it was a 16-yard pass. So it wasn't as if he lit the world on fire. A lot of checkdowns. We saw that. A lot of precise passes. Certainly saw that. Limited the mistakes. That's what people were complaining about last week, right? Oh, this guy, bro, interception for a touchdown and a fumble. Oh, my God. And I said, damn, that was his first time ever seeing, you know what I'm saying, NFL defense. This week, no interceptions. No fumbles. Ball security, right? Easy passes, ball security. Sounds like a winner to me. It just felt good to watch an, uh, just a regular football game. Felt like I hadn't seen one of these in a while. Again, 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here. I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm here till 5 in the morning. So your ass is on your way home to go to sleep when you... When you wake up in the middle of the night to go use the restroom, I'm still going to be on this damn radio. So let's go. Call them up. Let's talk about this Bears game. Do you think it's Justin Fields? Is it that simple? Tyler, throw me throw me Rick out in DeWitt. Rick, and then make sure you grab that third line for me. Rick and DeWitt, what's going on, man? Good evening. What's up, Gabe? How are you today? You know, man, I got this 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 overnight shift ready to roll, but I'm ready to talk Bears. So if you, I hope you got some man. good takes because I'm ready to chat. Hey, thanks for uh, doing the shift, first of all. I know it's not an easy one. Appreciate so that. Appreciate that. Uh-huh. Um, hey, uh, I just wonder how much we're going to be listening to sports radio go crazy about, oh, man, you know, Justin Fields isn't the quarterback anymore, and, um, you know, he's not capable of it, and – I just, I still, I really enjoyed watching uh, him run the offense, uh, but I also want to remember that it's the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think that uh, Justin Fields would be able to do, or I hope would do the same type of thing. There was a couple times where, um, you know, he made some plays where it was pretty impressive, and I wondered if, uh, you know, Justin would take a sack in that case. 
but overall I was really pretty impressed with Tyson. Um, I'm just wondering, does this cause uh, Justin to rush back for the game on Sunday? Would you start him if he's even kind of healthy? Would you start uh, Tyson over Justin? Yeah, stay right there for me, Rick, um, because I think you bring up some good questions. I, the first thing I want to talk about is is him playing against the Raiders. I think that Justin Fields had two good games against really bad teams in the Denver Broncos and the Washington Commanders. So, I mean, you know, the people that speak highly of Justin Fields, you got to use the same argument, right? Like, you got to say, okay, it was, because Rick, let's be very clear. The Raiders, a very bad team, at least on this Sunday, right? Without Jimmy Garoppolo, without a motivated Devontae Adams, an injured Josh Jacobs, you know, it was it was tough to watch even as a fan where you're like, damn, even this team is really bad, you know, because of injuries. But, you know, that when we, when we talk about the question, um, you know, does this mean, mean Justin Fields is going to want to rush back? I don't think he's going to want to rush back. I think he's going to want to be healthy. I'll tell you who's not going to rush him back. The coaching staff, Rick. The coaching staff is not going to rush Justin Fields back because look how happy Iberflus was. And I know we haven't seen him in a victory or in victory form in a while. But he looked excited giving him that little game ball at the very end. And I'm sure they want to see everybody wants to give him one more chance, right? Because he didn't turn the ball over. He, he had an efficient game. You know, he, he just worked. He, built, he bought into the system. And, and that was there. That. But the reality is this, Rick. Don't you agree? It just doesn't matter because next year the Bears are going to have a new quarterback starting for them anyway. Oh, you know, Gabe. I I hate to say this, but I, I oh I don't know. I was in uh, Salt Lake yesterday, uh, and there was a lot of excitement around the Utah USC game, and I I don't know. I I oh, I. I, I don't put me in the GM seat, honestly. I, I don't want it. Um, I, 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 I do want Marvin Harrison, uh, but yeah. uh, I, I just don't know about the whole QB discussion at this point. Yeah, I get it. The, um, thing, I, the thing is this, right? I mean, and it, here, here's the thing, Rick. It doesn't have to be Caleb Williams, right? There will be another quarterback drafted by the Chicago Bears. They're not going to have two top ten picks and not use one of them on a quarterback, right? They're going to address an area of need with one. And they are certainly going to draft a quarterback, even if it's to stash him, even if it's to learn behind Justin Fields in his last year as a Chicago Bear. Like, they are not going to let what some are considering this to be, you know, one of the best QB drafts in a while. They're not going to let that pass because the Bears might not get another number one pick for another 50 years, right? So you have to take advantage of the opportunity in the present to draft a quarterback at the very least to just stash him away and say you did it, right? To check it off the list. Because if they don't, and you end up with Tyson Bajan and Justin Fields going into the going into next season, and you pass on all of those quarterbacks, like, bro, you might as well just 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 sign your pink slip right there. You know what I mean? Because you're not doing anything to set your team up for the future. Yeah, I, I agree. The other thing I wanted to say too is I am so sick of hearing this is the 50th quarterback. Oh my god, we know. We know, guys. Uh, we know. We suck. Like, we suck at getting quarterbacks. Uh, we know. <laughs> I like it's just I want to throw my TV out the window every time I every time I hear that. It's the worst. My wife asked me if that if that was a real fact today. Uh as she was sitting next to me. I was like, "Yes, yeah. it is." She's yeah. like she's like, "Are those the closing credits of the of the broadcast?" You're like, "No, it's it's just the quarterbacks that the Bears have had." 
for the last for yeah. the last twenty seasons. Yeah. Hey Rick, I appreciate. Hey, it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. Um, one other thing I just wanted to bring up is it's been great to see the defense play a little bit better. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it. The other that's other thing too is you're starting to see. I don't know what's going on, but Elvin, you know, with Williams, Elvin Williams, uh-huh. whatever his name yeah, was, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, just to see them actually play like a real defensive football team kind of like what we're used to in chicago yeah that's been exciting again i don't know you may i'm not making too much of minneapolis and las vegas being you know not great teams i don't know but Devonte adams and even uh who's the kid from minnesota last week with jefferson being jordan, out there. jordan addison yeah, yeah jordan addison yeah, like kj osborne those those aren't like those aren't no-name guys They're, those are good good football players and the bears are actually looking like a real defense. So um, credit Eberflus there. I still think that he is more of a defensive coordinator than what he is a head coach. Um, but uh, you know, again, don't put me in the GMC because I yeah. might act out of emotion. Sometimes. <laughs> I hear you, Rick, man. Thanks for the call. I really appreciate it, man. Phone lines are open. Taking your phone call. I'm trying to chat today. Real conversations with people. 312 644 67, 67. Does this mean it's Justin Fields? Tyson Bay didn't perform well today. Justin Fields should be able to do the exact same thing, right? But he hasn't. So is it Justin Fields? We're taking your phone calls. Let's go to Dave out in Glenview. Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for taking my call. No problem. Talk to me about Tyson Bajan. What would you think about him? I thought he did a real good job, and it goes to show you that you can take a number two, number three, number four quarterback and beat a bad team any time. But I want to tee off on the Bears management and the, and the medical staff over there. They either all flunked out of medical school two or three years ago or before they got on the Bears uh, staff Okay, of hiring an epileptic. You cannot have a stress stressful situation with an epileptic. They they just can't function, and that's what's going on with this kid. Okay, he's got happy feet. He can't listen to anybody. He says he's got his own game. He doesn't want to listen to anybody. And what do we go? You know, a year and what a year and a, two weeks without a home win. Well, we're lucky we had fifty fans in the stands today. But they packed the look like they packed the joint. So I just want to get off on on uh, on the medical staff and the management too. You go back to Doug Buffon years ago when he asked for an offensive line, and it never happened. It never happened. We still offensive line. Yeah, that's 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 the big thing people are concerned about. But man, um. It is tough. <laughs> Listen, the game was difficult to watch today in certain moments because it got boring. When was the last time you watched a boring Bears game because of, of the Bears? Like, the Bears were the reason why it was boring. Bears putting on a show. Somebody, Somebody's texting in already. The sex lines are open. Phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. Somebody texts in and is like, you roll that offense out against the Eagles. Have fun with your 38-3 loss. Bro, stop hating, bro. Shut up. Bears got a victory. Enjoy it. They're few and far between. 
Like sitting up here and trying to trash whatever happened. And then you want they want to put in like Justin Fields stats from one good game and compare it to Tyson Bajan's first start in the NFL. Like what how stupid are you, bro? You sound foolish. You you sound foolish. Enjoy the victory. God. Like, I understand that we live in a culture where you know, you can put anything on social media or anything out there and somebody's going to hate on it or find a way to say something ignorant about it. But not today, bro. Keep that. Neg- go t- Change the channel, bro. Don't, we don't want that here today. We want nothing but positivity. Eh, maybe not all positivity. But damn, enjoy the victory, bro. You just had... You, the Bears have been complaining about quarterback play for the, uh, my life. You have an undrafted rookie QB come in in his first start. Learning from his two-turnover game that he just had against the Vikings where he could have damn near won the game in the last two minutes. Comes back, gets the dub. This is literally what what you've been asking for. I know I have. Why can't the Bears ever have a quarterback that comes in and wins the game? It's always someone else that has it against the Bears. It's never the Bears guy. He finally comes in, gets the victory. Bears have two of them in 70 games, this feels like. Tyson Bates is responsible for one of them. I don't don't care if it was against the Raiders. First quarter, you thought Devontae Adams was going to have 800 yards receiving on the day. It's Gabe Ramirez here, 670 to score. Working overnight, man. Ready to talk some Bears football. Phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. It was funny because a lot of people were out on today's game. Like the bars were light. People weren't really in the streets. Because why? No Justin Fields. No Jimmy Garoppolo. Boring game. Bears suck. And so, and it was nice outside. So no one was really like out and about. Now we were at Duffy's. Corey Wooten and I. And Duffy's was packed. Shout out Duffy's. Their cheeseburger was fire. Super fire. So that was that was really good. Chili wings were decent. But it seemed like everybody's like kind of out on this. Where were you at, Tyler, during this game? Where were you watching it at? My uncle has a condo that's literally right down Monroe Street, and we all gathered to watch the game right there. So I had a nice little easy commute to work today. Okay. Not, Tonight, not I should too say. Bad. So you were there the whole time? Until watching Sunday Night Football from noon all the way to the night. Whole time. And he didn't kick you out? Damn. Nope. All right. Um, got some text messages coming in from the 314 driving back from a zoo. Talk, talk about packing the house. What? First, what is it? First homecoming as alumni was a success win over South Carolina. Also, Bears need to draft a premier wide receiver like Keon Coleman or Marvin Harrison Jr. From the A47, do you agree that if the Bears fetch the number one overall pick, they're able to acquire basically any player in the league via trade besides the top QBs in the league? Obviously, yeah. Yes. Let's be very clear. There are 15 teams that would give an arm and a leg to have Caleb Williams, without question. And I'm sure if the – listen, if the Bears were able to get DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers for the number one pick, and I'm sure the Raiders are kicking themselves for not trading away Devontae Adams as a result. Like, the Raiders wish they had C.J. Stroud and no Devontae Adams. Then Brian Hoyer and Devontae Adams. Let's be very clear. Um, so, yeah, I think 
listen, I gotta be honest, just as a just because I think the Bears will screw it up or something will be screwy, I really do hope the Bears get the number two pick. I know it sounds stupid, especially if Caleb Williams ends up being really good, but I just I hope the Bears don't have to be put in that situation because it is so Bears to get the number one pick, draft Caleb Williams, and then he's a bust. And then everybody's going to say, oh, it's the Bears. Oh, it's the McCaskey's fault that Caleb Williams sucks. It's like, no. It's hard to play football in the NFL. But if you're able to get, like, some guy, the second guy, you know, the chip-on-your-shoulder guy. Oh, I didn't get drafted number one in the NFL. I'm pissed. I'm going to prove everyone wrong. Like, I want that guy. And the guy that steps up. Like, Justin Fields was supposed to be that guy, you know, feeling like, you know, he got played because Zach Wilson was picked in front of him and stuff like that. But with the number one pick, I mean, you really can't do whatever you want. The issue is, if the Bears get the number one pick, they're not going to trade it. They're not going to do that again. And it would just be too much scrutiny on the organization for trading away the, the opportunity to draft Caleb Williams. Now, I saw a mock draft. I talked about it earlier in the week. It was from the Denver Broncos, and it was based off projections during the season, obviously prior to uh, yesterday's victory by the Bears. And the Bears were slotted to have the first two picks in the draft, one via the Panthers, two via their own accord. And then the Broncos were um, supposed to have number three. And the idiots over there at Idiot Land had a mock draft where the Bears passed on Caleb Williams not once but twice. Isn't that stupid? Isn't that a terrible mock draft where you you have the Bears with the number one and the number two pick and you don't have them picking Caleb Williams in either of those two picks? And then you're like, so the Broncos land Caleb Williams. And I'm like... Bro, I would unfollow this, this this duo if that were the case. Like, this isn't a real mock draft. But Did one of those picks consist of Marvin Harrison yes, Jr.? Yes, okay. one of them was Marvin Harrison Jr. What was the other pick? I'm just curious. It was the offensive lineman. It was like the okay. lock, lockdown tackle from, I think it's Penn State or something like okay. that. Okay. I've seen a lot of buzz about a Florida State defensive tackle, so I'm like, yeah. maybe since no. they passed up on Jalen Carter, but they want to pass up on Caleb Williams they wanna, twice. Right, twice. They want to lock up that offensive line, I think. I think that's something they want to do, whether it's Caleb Williams or Justin Fields playing the quarterback position. So we'll, we'll get to see that. Uh, wow. let's, let's go back out to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Ken out in Evansville. Ken, uh, what do you think about this Bears victory? No, it was good, man, but... Man, they should have been started Beijing. I'm just saying, I love Justin Fields, but in the preseason, I was saying the same thing. They should have been started Beijing. Fields, I don't know, but the offensive line needs, man, we need hella help. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. But let's let's stick with Beijing first. What do you like about him? What did you like that you saw, Ken? Man, he sees downfield. Man, it's like he could read the field. Man, he, right, he get shows the, get the ball out quick, right? He can get the ball out quick. That's what we yeah. see for sure. Definitely has confidence. Yeah. Definitely, but he doesn't have the same arm. What What do you got to say about the arm? Like he don't have the same arm strength as Justin Fields. No, but it's just the confidence. It's he, he ain't worried about running all the damn time. It's like Fields <laughs> run, 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 run. Like like he's running from the police or something. <laughs> What's the number one thing you don't like about Justin Fields? No, I love everything about him, but. I just hate when he runs because it's scary. Because it's like, man, he's about to get hurt. Right, and you want the Bears to win. It felt good to get the win, right? I mean, it's been some time. It looked like an actual professional quarterback, like just operating the offense. <laughs> yes. Not, not, nothing it, too it, fancy. It looked like you was out there watching some Troy Aikman or something. <laughs> it, it's, it's, like, it's like, man, he, he was going key to key instead of, 
instead of just oh, I gotta run my ass off. Yeah. No, I feel that. But, man, I, I, it was a great. Go ahead. No, it was, man. It was a great game, man. It's like I hope I hope we can string together some more. So do I, man. Ken, thanks for the call. I appreciate it because you're absolutely right. It just felt good. Listen, it wasn't an exciting game. Tyson Bajan, you know, we were talking. Ken mentioned looking down the field. I mean, he only had one pass that went further than 15 yards. But he was just operating the offense. Like, everything was clicking for the Bears, though. Here's something that I'll point out that I feel like a lot of people aren't going to be talking about. It was a it was a real team victory, and it seemed like everybody was playing for each other. Where that hadn't always been the case, right? It seemed like the defense really wanted to put a a, a good outing for Tyson Bajan. Like they they were like, bet, we got the rookie QB. Let's go ahead and play hard for him. And then the rookie QB goes and gets a tutty. They're moving the ball. They're taking care of it. Defense is handling business. Like, everybody was playing right. The running game was doing well. Receivers were on their assignments. The defense looked great. Like, everybody was playing, but it seemed like it was a the first time I felt that everybody was operating on a high level and, like, pushing in the same direction. And obviously, again, we can't take away from the fact that it was against the Raiders, but, damn, you still got to put together a good game. 30-12 to 12 ain't that's, – that's, that's no joke. Bears take down the Raiders 30-12. to 12. It's Gabe Ramirez taking your phone calls. 312-644-6767. You're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game, Illinois.com. Tons of guests on the show today. Molly and Hogg, got Olin Krutz, and DJ Moore. It's going to be at 7 and 8 o'clock. Parkinson Spiegel got Jalen Johnson, the two-interception man. That's going to be crazy. Ah, Let's go back up to the phone lines. That's what I'm doing today, guys. Nothing but, phone, nothing but phone calls today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to have real conversations about the Bears as if you're talking to one of your boys. That's what I'm doing today. Phone lines are open. Text lines are open. I'm trying not to play a Matt Eberflus cut till 4 in the morning. I'm trying to really... Have you guys keep me awake? I have my mocha right now. I'm ready to ride. I'm feeling like Tyler Farringall after a couple of sips of his caffeine pills. Let's go to set Sean out in Milwaukee. Sean, talk to me about Tyson Bajan. Hey, how you doing, Gabe? Chilling, chilling. All right. Yeah, I just want to uh, comment on Tyson Bajan, man. I, 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 I've been waiting to see him. I was hoping I'd get to see him this year because I think we got something in the kid. I mean, I know he's just a backup. But what, just, right, right, right. What is my, be clear though? Be clear, Sean. When you say we got something, we got a we got a backup. We don't got like a guy that's going to take us to the promised land. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Okay, okay. I'm okay. just saying just some stability at quarterback. You know, it's it just good to see somebody that know what they doing back there. That, that looks like <laughs> they know what they doing. You know You're what I mean? Right. No. I'm, yes, we all do. Everyone <laughs> watches the game, Sean. Everyone can see that Tyson Bajan looks like a quarterback. Right. <laughs> And this is what we've been missing, man. I mean, we deserve so much than what we've been getting from these Bears, man. And it just feels good to see that we could finally be on the right path to something. Just, you know, because like they say, you don't have nothing if you don't have a good backup plan. You know what I mean? So worst case scenario, if something does does happen like it did with Justin, we got something that we can at least 
that can come in and stabilize what we got going. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course. And, and Sean, isn't it? Isn't, they they got to get players, though. Yeah, still got to get players. Still a young team, still yeah. in the middle of the rebuild. But, Sean, it, it – it, it the the part that hurts the most because I'm sure you're like me where you know we still love Justin Fields we 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 would have wanted him to be the man right like I, I'm not sitting here trashing him being like man I I think he's trash and he can't be anything I wanted him to be that but if you look at Tyson Bajan it's like man the bar wasn't that high right like you didn't need to we didn't need you to be amazing but like to just be this serviceable. Like if Justin Fields could 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 be this serviceable with his athleticism and his talent, like the sky that's what people have been clamoring for, right? Like for Justin Fields to, to just look like this. Like listen, bro, we're not telling you to be Patrick Mahomes, but be a good quarterback, right? Like we know you could run. We know <laughs> you could cut an arm. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the bar is low. He had 164 <laughs> yards, Sean. It's not like he threw for 300, you know what I'm saying? And right. everybody's out here like, "Damn, look how good he looked." But yeah, it feels like he did though because he looked so good doing it. You know what I mean? It's I don't know, man. Justin Fields, I like the kid, but it's time to move on. Ah, I just think we'd yeah. be yeah. better off moving on and get his trade value up and, and trade him, see what we can get for him. But I, I'm sure we're going to take a quarterback, so I just don't see no reason to hold on to Justin as far as that go. I, I, I just yeah, think I can... we need to turn the page. I do appreciate Justin. You know, I, I, I was all for him, but I, it just I'm tired of it, man. This Okay, look, over the summer, I'll look at the Bears blogs and all that. All I see was Justin Fields taking trips with Instagram models and all of this crap. (laughs) And then, you know, you look at Tyson Bajan and all you hear about him is he's working on his footwork. You know, he's he's learning the playbook. That's what I want to hear about Justin Fields. I don't want to see him. And he has a girlfriend, mind you, going on all these (laughs) – Come you know, on. vacation. Stop telling the man's grandma. business, Sean. Stop telling. I know. I, I don't stop. mean to go there, but I'm I just, know. I know. I'm just saying that's 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 funny to me. You know, but I hear you though. I hear you. I hear what you're really saying, Sean, and that is that you want a quarterback that is going to play the quarterback position and be focused on doing nothing else but being a quarterback. Uh, and we're going to continue to talk about that. Phone lines are open. I want to hear from you. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. This is Gabe Ramirez on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday taking your phone calls because I'm trying to chat about the Bears, especially after they just beat the Las Vegas Raiders 30-12. to And we'll do it on the other side here on the screen. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On third and five, Raiders rush four. Bajan looking over the field, and he finds the open man, Tyler Scott, for a first down inside the Raider 40-yard line. Well, there it is. On these third downs, we mentioned it, and he had to do it earlier than I thought. A little side sling. Wow. What a toss, and they're getting up to the line quick, but that's his second read, and he felt the defenders. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. You're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on 670 The Score. It is Gabe Ramirez broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios and hanging out all the way till 5 a.m. It's going to be a good one. Taking your phone calls, though. I'm trying to chat. I'm feeling like a chatty Cathy. Have my mocha, caffeine on high, and I got a lot to say about this Chicago Bears game. A lot. And I want to talk to you about it. So phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. A lot of things to talk about. Tyson Bajant, 21 for 29. Buck 62. Had a touchdown. Zero interceptions. QBR of 97.2. Dante Foreman, you can talk about. Feed the beast. Averaging 5.6 yards per rush. 89 yards on the day. Two tutties. Caught a, caught a touchdown as well. You think Justin Fields is the only guy that could rush? Tyson Bajant, three rushes. 24 yards. 24 yards in there. Tyler Scott. Targeted three times today. It felt like he was targeted for like forever. DJ Moore, nine targets, eight catches, 54 yards, no tutties. Darnell Mooney had a sighting. Again, Dante Foreman had a couple catches. Mercedes Lewis had his one. Looked decent. Cairo Santos got his one field goal in for 54 yards. Bears defense looked great, though. Nine pass deflections. Nine of them. Three coming, by the way, of Tyreek Stevenson. Two from Jalen Johnson to match his two interceptions. Two from Tremaine Edmonds. Justin Jones had a hand on the ball. And so did Jaquan Brisker. I mean, just a really good game by the Bears. Kyler Gordon, seven total tackles. Making his way back, making an impact. Jaquan Brisker led the team with 10 tackles on the day. It's a good game for the Bears. Justin Jones getting his interception as well. But like I said, taking your phone calls, that's what we're doing, man. We're chatting about these Bears. What do you think? Is is it can we now say that it's Justin Fields? Can that's is that what you can say now after this game? Wasn't a great game. Wasn't some great game plan that killed people, but one that was efficient nonetheless. The recipe was there. Let's talk to Kent 
out in Chicago. Kent, what can you say about Tyson Bajan's play, man? Were you impressed? Kent, you there? Oh, poor Kent. We'll put him on hold. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. We'll get him back again. Kent, call back in. Uh, let's go to Jim out in DeKalb. Jim, what would you think about this Bears game? Well, I had the radio on for a bit, and you're paying more attention to me, and I always wish the Bears well, but that's a good win, 30-12. What's your forecast for the coming week? Uh, can they compete out there in Los Angeles next Sunday night? Yeah, Jim, I'll tell you this, man. I'm actually headed out there um, to California next week. So my family and I, we go on a Bears road trip every year. We've been doing it now since, man, it's got to be close to 20 years now. No, wait. I'm, I'm it's maybe like 16 years we've been going. And I got to tell you, last year we went to Dallas. Went to Jerry's World the year before that. We went to Pittsburgh. Monday Night Football, that was great. That was the Justin Fields game. And this year, uh, Jim, we're going out to Los Angeles to watch the Bears take on the Chargers. Now, at the beginning of the season, I didn't think the Bears had a chance. Actually, whenever we go on the road, I never feel like the Bears have a chance, to be very honest. It's very frustrating to go watch a Bears road game and always lose. Um, The Chargers have a potent offense. This we do know. And 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 Justin Herbert had his worst game of the season against the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend on the road. So he's gonna come back, Justin Herbert, at home next week, and, and he's gonna play his ass off. Keaton Lannon's gonna want to play. Austin Eckler didn't have the greatest game. The defense didn't have a great game. So they're gonna be motivated. They're gonna want to prove that they belong. And they've they've played some really tough teams. So I think the issue is gonna be, you know, whether or not the Bears can keep up offensively and the Bears' defense has been playing really well as of late, but it, but it's also played against some bad teams. No, no team with an offense as potent as the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So it, it, he's going to have his hands full. Sunday Night Football, Tyson Bajan after winning his first game, going up against Justin Herbert, two blonde-haired dreamboats. That's how they're going to try to position the game. So it's going to be a good one. Uh, but I'll be interested to see you know what ends, ends, ends up happening. Uh, but we'll, we'll keep it close. Close eye on that, but you can follow me, Chicago underscore Gabe. Follow, as a matter of fact, anybody that follows me right now on Twitter, I'll follow you right back, Chicago underscore Gabe, and that way you can uh, follow me through all my happenings in LA. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Is Kent there? We got Kent. Kent, what yeah, you think? Hey, how's it going? Chilling, man. What you think about Tyson Bajan's performance? Hey, he had a great performance. I can't take anything away from TB. He earned his initials today, so we're we gonna call him TB. But by the same token, if they run that same game plan for Justin Fields, he will have the same results or better because, let's face it, he has better talent. But they they got him out of the pocket. They they rolled him out. They had short, precise passes for him. And he did, like I said, you can't take anything away from him because he did make some excellent throws and kept the chains moving. But by the same token, if the offensive coordinator stops trying to make Justin Fields a pocket passer, which he will develop into once you get a sufficient offensive line, because he can throw the ball downfield. So hold the hold on, wait, 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 Ken, because I want to be fair. I want to be fair. So you're saying the only reason that Tyson Bajan was successful today was because there was a totally different game plan for him than what they what it's been for Justin Fields? 
No, I mean, obviously he 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 played a good game. Like I say, I I prefaced it with I can't take anything away from him. He had a good game and he made some excellent throws. Got rid of the ball. Right, really right, right. Quickly. I'm not talking about I'm not I'm not talking about Bajan, Right, Bajan, we know what he is. Right, he's gonna okay. He's gonna he looks like an old school backup quarterback who you know right. 21, 21 completions but only 160 yards. Like that's not right. where it's at. Right, like that's we know that. I'm talking about right. the, the success of Justin Fields, right? Because the question for me, for you, would be, why do you think Luke Getzey hasn't called a game like that for Justin Fields? I I think it's it's because he he's being stubborn. I mean, he did it a couple of times, and then he came right back and then would call would want him to stay in the pocket. But as you see, his best his two best games, they were rolling them out getting him on the run. Justin can throw the ball accurately on the run. That's one of his strengths. Right. But the weakness, and the weakness he, though, Kent, right? The weakness. And I think that's why if he would have ran this game, I don't know if it would have been the exact same. His weaknesses, obviously, and we all see it. And there's no shade at Justin. It's, he knows it too. It's the inability to get out the ball quickly. Right. And Tyson Bajan, one thing he did for sure, especially today was get the ball out quickly. And that's why the chains were able to keep moving. Like you, like you said, right. And he was able to do it. And I just don't, that's the one thing I don't know about Justin. Like, he can he throw like like let's say those checkdowns, right? That that Bajan was doing all day today. A lot of them were right. like soft, easy passes. You know what I'm saying? Nice catches for the you know what, what, what do receivers say? Oh, he throws a nice ball, right? Like something like that. Justin Fields. How often do we see him try to throw a screen or try to throw you know a quick little route and it's a laser that is not in the guy's chest or is not leading him to the thing? It's like. So it's like easy passes, check downs, you know, run, running that that same offense where like, hey, bro, we want you to get rid of the ball quickly. Those are the things that I just, man, I really w- wish that Justin Fields could be better at. But, like, they seem like simple things that he's not better at. And I think a game like this highlights it. And that's why I asked the question, right, does this mean it's Justin Fields? Is, is Justin Fields the reason? We try to say it's the offensive line. Can't, we try to say it's, it's Luke Getze. But sometimes it, it's okay to just – point out what you see and that's that Justin Fields isn't playing up to the level he's supposed to. And that and he does have to own up to his his dung, but by the same same token, um he has established the fact that he has a certain talent level uh that he can be a better quarterback. Now, the only thing I allude to what you mentioned is that everybody seemed like they were ready to give 110%. So I don't know if that's a, like a, a locker room issue or a personality issue with Fields because it seemed like everybody, the defense and the offense, was hitting on all cylinders for, for TB. So I don't, like I say, I'm not I'm not privy to that kind of locker room information, but it, it, it could be an issue where, you know, it, it could be a personality thing. But he ha- he definitely has a talent level. And if I were the Bears and some kind of way they ended up with the first two picks, I would not take Caleb Williams. I would take the best offensive lineman, and I would take Marvin Harrison Jr. And, and then try to really assess Justin Fields' talent. Because the offensive line has been so terrible since Fields got there that it's hard to make that assessment. I was looking at some of the highlights, like from the Ravens game and some of the other – Lamar Jackson on one play seemed like he had 15 seconds of protection. And even today with some of the bases throws, some of the TB throws, 
the offense, the defense was on him before he could hardly turn around. So, yeah, he did a had a great game. Can't take anything away from him. But for all those out there saying get rid of Justin Fields and he's not the answer, I to me they're just not you know football aficionados and they you know don't understand his talent level. This guy. Even if he is not with the Bears, watch his career. Justin Fields will be a top quality quarterback. Yeah, that's what a lot of because people he, but, because he has that talent level. Yeah, I, a lot of people feel that way. Thanks for the call, Kent. A lot of people do feel that Justin Fields is that dude. But I, you know what? A lot of people after this game today feel like Justin Fields is the issue. That Justin Fields. I mean, and I'll ask that question to you right now. And you can again. The phone lines are open, man. We're taking phone calls. Gabe Ramirez, six seventy to score. Like, you look at a game like this. Do you think Justin Fields could have pulled off this game? Twenty-one for twenty-nine for one hundred and sixty-four yards. No interceptions. No turnovers. Threw a tutty. Ran for some yards. Like, would just, I mean? I know the, the Raiders were bad, so Justin Fields, you know, would have had some exciting drives. Most certainly would have put up 14. So maybe it would have been 14 to 12 instead of 30. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's certainly would have been a different game. But, hey, my cousin used to say this back in the day when the Bears were making the playoffs. He'd be like, guys, he'd he'd come into the house and he'd say, guys, I want a nice, boring game today. And we'd be like, what? He's like, I want the Bears up by 30. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want the game to be put away in the first half. I want a nice, boring game today, fellas. And I think that's what we got. And I don't know if Justin Fields would have been able to do that. I don't, it's, not, it's not a shade. It's no shade at Justin. And he might have. Right? I'm not saying he, he could. He can't. Right? I want to make that very clear. I'm saying I don't know if he would have been able to put up that same performance. The one win earlier this year was really close against Washington, right? right? They almost came back, but they ended up pulling it out. Phone lines are open, 312-644-6767. Let's go to Brian out in Beverly. Brian, what did you think about the offense today with uh, Bajan under center? You know, I'm going to tell you, when they put him in last week, I kind of actually thought the offense played a little better when they put him in last week. You know, they were sputtering and everything, and that last play of the game when you threw that interception, that play was actually there. That would have been a touchdown had he not got hit when he threw the ball. That was a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, today he was just, I I just think to me, he seems to see the offense a little bit better when he, in regards to hitting receivers. I mean, sometimes it seems like fields, he's looking for guys and he doesn't have that trust that the guys are open when, when he wants to throw the ball. I think he's looking too long. But this guy is like he's he's getting rid of that ball quickly. I don't know if that's a Justin thing or if it's just a a game planning thing because the players played harder today to me than than they have in you know previous weeks. Without question, they did. Without question, they played harder. And and that has a lot to do with it. I don't know if that's if that's because they got tired of hearing all those stuff in the media all week, or if they just was trying to get behind this kid a little bit more. Did they just? I, I don't know because I don't. I don't know what goes on in the locker room, but the, the the kid to me showed a lot of promise, and and to me he's uh, and I think if he's back there a little bit more, where he can get some more reps and stuff, he might I think he's gonna do nothing but get better. 
Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, they had Max Crosby, right? So they had some guys on defense that could create some havoc. And, you know, he ended up getting a sack today. So it's not like he faced a terrible defense, right? So, I mean, he still had to have his game going. But the the, the crazy part to me, Brian, certainly, and you touched on it, was the fact that the team, the team as a whole, seemed to be playing better. Like, like it was like the defense got out there and was like, okay, I'm trying to play hard. I'm trying to get this guy a dub. You know, the the running game was going crazy. Like, Dante Foreman looked like a – a rejuvenated man out there trying to play hard. But it's because no turnovers, right? Moving the ball, keeping drives going, things like that that look good. What do you think about the the like the the scheme? You know what I mean? To run be run heavy and, and keep Tyson Bajan, you know, in third and shorts. Well, what do you think about I'm that? I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm a Chicago Bear fan for years, so running a lot, that that just fits everything that I love about the Bears. I mean, I'll go I'll go back to watching when Peyton was here, even before then when it was you know, Missouri. So I'm I'm always for the running part of the, of the game. I'm 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 a big fan of that. And just to see that they was able to move the ball, even those those guys that stepped in today, the man, they look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we, today today was one of the first days I actually said, "Who's David Montgomery?" <laughs> and that's and that's what a lot of people were thinking about, um, especially with him him being injured uh, over there. It's most certainly something that that people are saying, man. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 to score. We're having a chat. You and I, that is. I know you're in your car, maybe at work. You're trying to talk about this Bears team. What did you think about Tyson Bajan? What did you think about the Bears pulling off a victory? People aren't as upset as they were last year. Bears would have won this game. People would have been hot. You're messing up the number one pick. (laughs) Why are you winning games? This year, it's like, okay, the team is capable. And I think that's what's important, right? You have to – there has to be moments where you prove to yourself that it is it is true. And they did it against the Broncos. They put up a ton of points. Lost in the second half, but did it. Commanders put up a 40 spot. You know what I mean? Had an opportunity to beat the Vikings, and then you come down and you beat the Raiders. And now you're going to get tested. And it's perfect timing. Get you, it's like a, a, a prize fighter. He don't come in and just go try to win the, the heavyweight championship from the beginning. You have a couple little warm-ups. You feel good about yourself, build up the confidence, and then you try to take down Goliath. And Goliath, although you know still not at the top of the totem pole in the NFL, most certainly is an upgrade in talent that the Bears are going to be facing this Sunday against the Chargers. And we'll get a chance to see that uh, firsthand and see what Tyson Bajan can do. But let's go back out to the phones. Like I said, man, we're having a chat. So if you want to talk, phone lines are open, 312 644 67, 67. Let's go to Matt out in Wisconsin. So, Matt, what did you think about Tyson Bajan's performance? Oh, yeah. No, I I thought he was good. He was solid. He kind of reminded me a little bit of Kyle Orton. Nothing flashy. Didn't make any mistakes. You know, he just kind of, like, did his thing. They ran the ball a lot. And, I like, I really liked that. I really think that, the like, I think it was more of a Raiders, like, failing to stop the run than it was like the Bears were, you know, trying to get get the ball forward. Yeah, I think that, it, it you know, it was definitely a lot of that. I mean, tough game though, right? I mean, when you're looking at Tyson Bajan, you know, didn't you love a couple of plays that he had like when he ran for the first down and then like called for the crowd to make some noise? Like that kind of swag and confidence is something you, you got to love in your quarterback, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you, you gotta, you gotta love to see that. Like, I feel like the one thing about like Justin, the Justin Fields haters, 
is that like he does something good, it's like okay, he's expo- he's supposed to do that. He does something bad, then it's like oh, he's the worst quarterback in the world. I think Justin Fields is fine. I don't think he's great, but I think Tyson Badgett came in and he did his job and like I would like to see more of that for sure. Yeah, I mean, listen, Tyson Bajan is is certainly a guy that is just trying to come in and prove that he can play on this level, right? He's he's not trying to he's not trying to come out and be like, yeah, I'm Joe Montana, but I, I certainly feel like I'm capable. I have the confidence to do that, and and I think that you know people are okay with that, you know, especially you know coming into this situation where Bears fans are just trying to see some sort of competency on the offensive side of the ball, right? Where like Justin Fields comes in, there's it's, it's inconsistent. You're not you know some games are good, some games are bad. You know, and, yeah. and there's 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 not more good games than bad, and I think that's what people are upset about when it comes to Justin Fields. Tyson Bajan comes in, and it's like, yeah, like you said, like very Kyle Orton esque, right? Like I'm not going to lose the game for you, but you're not going to win because of me. But I'm going to make sure that we as a team, if we all play and do our jobs, then we'll end up on the right side of the ball. That's what it seems like with Tyson. Yeah, the the big thing that I saw that he like the Bears ran the ball very well. Whether it was Evans or Foreman, like they just even when like Foreman got hurt, like Evans came in and he he got like four, like three or four first downs. Like he looked great. Yeah, the run game looked awesome. The run game looked awesome. I think Dante Foreman looked great. Darrington Evans looked great. I, I the thing is, say goodbye to him though. Ah. Uh, Tyler Ferengal producing today, so if you get hung up on it, it's his fault. No, I'm just Tyler, we're gonna say goodbye to everybody. I want we are have we're gonna have the if we, if there's gonna be one show with the best customer service, it is going to be my show. Okay, my producers will be held to a high standard. If I finish talking, pick them up. Hey, bro, appreciate you calling in, man. If you, if you, if you think of something, if something else you hear gets you going, call back in. You know what I'm saying? Top, top top flight customer service here. Why? Because I need to talk to you guys, and we're going to continue these conversations, all right? Uh, more phone calls coming up. You got something to say about this Bears team? Does this mean, this victory, that it's it's really Justin Fields? And it's not the offensive line, like you said. It's not Lou Getze, like you said. It's Justin Fields, and Tyson Bajan proved it by putting together a simple game plan and executing it to a T. And I don't mean T-bag. That's what people are calling them. At least Dan Bernstein is. All right, what are your thoughts? 312-644-6767. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Your call's next. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 